Hi friends, Don Immel here. Uh, today we're going to start a conversation on uh, tithing and generosity. Uh, something that has occurred to me over the last uh, several months is from time to time we have to visit our assumptions. And one of the assumptions that we have is all of us know that tithing is the biblical standard and it is healthy, it is good for us, it's good for our ministries and good for our churches. But I wanted to have this conversation about the pastor and his generosity and his giving. Uh, so that's the conversation that we're going to invite you into today. I have with me Steve Dufresne. Steve is a pastor and presbyter par excellence, and uh, it's good to have you with us today, Steve. Steve, could you just tell us uh, what has tithing done in your life and ministry? What does generosity look like for you in your context? Yeah, well, the first thing I like to say is that of all the things I want to be known for, I want to be known for generosity. And so early in our, in our married life, Liz and I made a decision. We both came from backgrounds where we were followers of Christ, and so we were already committed uh, to tithing. But uh, we said next to our foundation in Christ that he's our Savior, that tithing would be the next solid block that we'd build our lives upon. And, uh, and it has been an adventure. And there has not been one moment I've ever been tempted not to put God first. In fact, Liz and I, as we went along in the journey, probably about 20 years ago, he said, you know, let's go way beyond this. This is just a starting point. And so then with missions or child sponsorships or a building fund, we said, you know what, let's see if we can, with the grace of God, do, do 20% a year in giving. Although, you know, 10% obviously is, is that starting point. And, and I'll tell you what, it has been an incredible ride. And uh, for the young guys, I'm, I'm glad to say, you know, uh, I was young and now I'm older. I'm older. <laughs> but I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor the seed begging for bread. I mean, I've got countless stories, personal stories in my own life, but countless stories even at Morningstar, almost 38 years. Uh, I don't know that we've ever paid one bill personally or as a church ever late. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't have ups and downs and cycles of life and sure. cars breaking down. You know, just the other week it was 1100 bucks to fix a, something on Liz's car that's 2015, but you know, God has been faithful. And uh, it's, it's like one guy said one time, you know, God says, you know, let me reach into your wallet and I'll let you reach into my wallet. And wow. God has been so faithful. So you advocate for tithing yeah. and generosity and it has made a, a difference in uh, the outcomes in your, in your life. Yes, and even, even at Morningstar, you know, uh, to see how that church has developed and grown to this church of generosity. It amazes me whether it's a guest speaker, you know, or project we're taking on. When I think, uh, I don't know if this is going to be that great of an offering. It, they blow me away every time because as the head goes, so goes the body. So if it starts with us and we make that kind of a commitment, God, we're going to put you first, then it spreads. It's like, it's like contagious. I mean, you know, my leadership team or anybody at the church, if we're taking a special offering, they don't have to wonder and guess. I wonder if the pastor's involved in this offering because they know that's just our lifestyle. And that generosity begets generosity, and it's like contagious. Let me share this example with you, Don. It, it, it's an incredible story. It happened in like uh, 2000. In 2000, I was saving some money. We were going to start buying cameras and doing things like that. But when we went into the next year, man, we started having a shortfall. And I got to about like 39,000 in the red. Now, obviously, we had other funds in other departments keeping us afloat. But I mean, 39,000 in the general fund, I'm like, oh my heavens, Lord, what's going on? And, and right around that time, God gave me a sermon, uh, and pretty much the title was, you're looking for a miracle, God wants to give you a plan. Work the plan, and the miracle will come. 
And, and right after that, you know, I'm, God spoke to me and said, give half the money away that you were saving me for those cameras. And I'm like, oh, my heavens, i got to go to leadership and tell him this. And here's a, here's a crazy part of the story. We had a guy in our church who uh, called me after the service that Sunday morning. And uh, he wouldn't be a guy that I would say was reliable because I think he still was smoking pot on occasion and everything else. But he called me, and here's what he said. He said, uh, he said God wanted me to tell you, go ahead, give half of it away. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, God, you couldn't have given me some spiritual giant to give that word. So, so that gave me the courage. And then I started, I told Liz. And then eventually, like a week later, I went to the leadership team. And they were, and they, they were nervous. They were like, oh, my heaven. So I said, listen, I'm going to give you two weeks to pray about it. And he came back after two weeks and said, Pastor, we've been on this journey with you many, many times. And, and I don't think you've been wrong yet. So let's go ahead and do it. And so that night, we wrote out checks for 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. And we just gave it up to churches all over the valley and all over, around our church. And... And I thought, you know, okay, God, I, I worked the plan. Now, where's the miracle? Now, this was like around May, and nothing happened all summer. I'm like sweating, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I put my neck out on the line. I told him this is the answer and everything else. But by October, we had a mission Sunday. And, and that day, as I was driving to the church, I thought, you know, Lord, it'd be great if we could raise $10,000 today for missions. But just before I went out on the platform, and we did raise 10000 that day for missions, but just before I went on the platform, one of the ushers came and said, someone wanted you to have this. And it was a check for over $39,000. Wow. It was like, just like that, God took care of it. And, and those are the kind of stories that happen again and again. When you live this journey, you, you can't be like uh, jerky with tithing and, and do it one time. Not You just consistently do it. And then we took it to the church and we said, we're going to tithe 10% of everything that comes into this church. And we've never looked back in 38 years. Mm. It's been an incredible ride. Yeah, so the deal is give and it shall be given to you. And that's, that's, uh, that's true of the person in the pew and yeah. the person in the pulpit. That's it. And it's true uh, yeah. uh, individually. It's true corporately. Let me share with you a, a comment that a lead pastor uh, used to make uh, every service. He would say this to his flock. I was an associate pastor, youth pastor under his ministry. And uh, Pastor Clifton used to say, uh, be faithful to the Lord and the Lord will be faithful to you. And I have found that, that that little phrase, it's encouraged me through the years, but it's also played out to be true, that when I'm faithful to God, God is faithful in response. And so wanted to give you these few moments to encourage you. Be generous, be a leader, show the way, and uh, your congregation, your ministry, your life, that it will see outcomes that are uh, uh, consistent with the generosity. Yeah. Um, he who is generous, others will be generous to him. That's it. Hey, God bless you. It's been good spending a few moments with you today. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you found value in this message. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe and share it on your social media to encourage others to tune in using the hashtag MyPendel. Thanks again and God bless.